Rich Respo with American Ag Network here. I caught up with Ken Dibert, who is the technical service representative with BASF. My name is Ken Dibert, uh, tech service rep with BASF for Eastern North Dakota and Northwest Minnesota, and uh, really support a group of business reps and uh, that work on the chemistry side. And then obviously our, our ASAs, our Ag Solution Advisors, that uh, primarily work on the seed side, but also are involved with the crop protection portion as well, so support both teams. And he wanted to highlight three crops. Those crops would be wheat, soybeans, and sugar beets. And he wanted to tell us some of the exciting things that they have coming through the pipeline to help out producers. Three crops I'm going to hit on here are wheat, dry bean, soybean. I'll kind of lump those together and I'll talk a little bit about sugar beet as well. But just uh, came through our fungicide head scab season, if you will, here just recently. And I had actually heard of a, a couple of guys just spraying here the other day. So that's uh, pretty indicative of our spread out planting dates this year due to our crazy spraying that was obviously give us some wet weather challenges but uh, so we launched our brand new fungicide called spherix this year in wheat and barley and uh, we definitely have very high risk of, of scab this year no no question about it and uh, stay tuned on the results we should have those back here soon but uh, we certainly are in a situation this year with the added moisture much different uh, complete contrast to last year uh, where there was very little spraying for head scab done but a completely different story this year so we're excited to, to have spherix into the marketplace uh, now uh, with that premix of uh, both carumba and then prothioconazole and uh, so best of both worlds there so excited about that so that's the first one and then the questions i'm getting uh, today or last week this week and i'll get more of these next week is around white mold control in both dry bean and soybean and so really what we're focusing on there is the, the correct timing and, and application and what i would tell producers is we really want to focus on that that early r2 timing uh, when we have flowering almost all the way up to the top of the plant within the top two nodes have an open flower that coincides very closely with row closure and the the again back to the added moisture that we've received this year heavier dews we've had some tremendous humidity here in the last 10 days not necessarily today but uh much drier and cooler now but uh we'll, we'll probably be back into that here as the weather warms up here through the weekend and next week so get the timing right at early r2 and then select the the correct nozzle a nozzle that produces medium to coarse droplets as i would say if you think about a dry bean or soybean plant we're trying to protect those flowers all the way to the bottom of the main stem because as soon as those oldest flowers which are essentially the first flower first node uh, on the plant at the bottom of the, the canopy if you will as soon as those flowers turn tan to brown or, or dry off that's the first infection point of white mold and so we want to make sure that we select a nozzle that's going to produce a droplet that has some weight some velocity to it so we can drive that into that canopy and and protect not only the bottom portion of the plant but all the way up to the top as well which will which will come later in the season and then the third uh, component a uh, crop i want to mention is is sugar beet and uh, cercospora leaf spot would be my focus there uh, we launched provosol fungicide uh, in that group three fungicide chemistry here uh, a, a couple of years ago and so Obviously, sugar beets, the rows are closed. Cercospora risk is very high. Uh, American Crystal, for example, has done an excellent job of, of sending out the disease risk models. I think I get one of those texts about every every day to every other day. And so I know the risk is high just based on our current environment this year. And so really what we want to do there is position Provisol early in that spray program. Uh, anytime after row closure is fair game, uh, but number of sprays will increase as you move south from Fargo and south 
and then obviously into the Mindac uh, geography down there as well. And then there'll, there'll be fewer as you move north. And so really got to base those number of sprays, not only on the location, uh, but we also have a CR plus uh, sugar beets in the marketplace now. And so probably uh, reducing the number of sprays slightly there. But the key point there, key takeaway there should be not to forget about the fungicide apps because with that trait, we still have to preserve that technology uh, to avoid resistance, uh, a resistance or cosper situation down the road. So getting that Provisol on early and then uh, finishing out that season with a Preaxor or headline application from a frost protection standpoint, storage stability standpoint, and then just creating that uh, most efficient and lowest stress. Our goal is to reduce that stress on that plant uh, late in the season to finish that crop out strong. Well, I want to thank Ken Dybert, who is the uh, technical service rep with BASF for spending a little bit of time with us today. For the American Ag Network, I'm Richard Risvet.